Okay, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Ksubas Daf Pechas. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, and Lili Nishmas, his mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom. Also sponsored for Shana Tova and the Gemar Chasima Tova to all of Klal Yisrael, and also by Mr. Yehuda Jacobowitz in memory of his father, Shmuel Ben Chaim Moshe. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for these sponsorships. So we left off at the two dots on the bottom of Pei Zayinam Beis, about 10 lines from the end of the page, on Pei Zayinam Beis, and we're in the middle of going through all the cases in the Mishnah. The Mishnah was uh, was talking about, uh, the Mishnah that goes over from Ahmed Aleph, Talmud Beis was giving us cases where the woman can only collect her ksuba by taking a shavua. So first thing we're going to discuss is, one of those cases is in the Echad Mi'idoshi that one of the Edom testify that the Ksuba has already been paid. So the idea that the woman can then only get collect the Ksuba with a Shvua, the Gemara is going to discuss. Is that a Din Daraisa? Or is that a Din Midrabanan? Meaning, is that a Shvua Midrabanan? Or is that a Shvua Midrabanan? Then the Gemara is going to say, and if it is a Shvua Midrabanan, maybe there's a way that the husband could be Mechaiver in a Shvua Daraisa. Maybe there's some sort of trick he can pull to make it that she'll have to take a Shvua Midrabanan. Then the Gemara is going to explain a Mishnah Masecha Shavuos based on the case of collecting from the Chasim Shubadim, which was another one of the cases in our Mishnah where she could only collect with a Shavua from the Chasim Shubadim. Then the Gemara is going to discuss whether a Balchov who collects Shalob B'fanav, because another one of the cases in our Mishnah is if the woman collects a Ksuba Shalob B'fanav when the husband is out of town, he's overseas, she also needs a Shavua. What about a regular Balchov, not a Ksuba? Does that also, if you're collecting Shalob B'fanav, does that also automatically require a Shavuah? Or is that something unique to Ksubas Isha? That's what the Gemara is going to talk about. And then, on the bottom of Amid Alf, going over to the entire Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to try to explain the last line of the Mishnah. Because the last line of the Mishnah was somewhat cryptic. It didn't seem to relate to the rest of, or it didn't seem to directly relate or clearly relate to any particular part of the uh, Mishnah, where Rabbi Shimon just says, whenever she's Toveya her Ksuba, uh, the Yorshin or Mashbin also, if she's not Toveya her Ksuba, the Yashmar, not Mashbiya Osa. What's he talking about? What's he going on? Rabbi Gemara is going to have four possibilities of what that last line of the Mishnah of Rabbi Shimon is uh, is referring to. So let's begin again at the two dots. Eidach Mi'idashi Prua. So we said that if one of the if one A testifies that the Ksuba has already been paid, then if she wants to get the Ksuba, she's going to have to take a Shavua. So Savar Rabbi Barachama Lameimar Shavua Daraisa. Rabbi Barachama assumed this must be a Shavua Midaraisa. Because the pasuk says lo yakum eid echad beish lechol avonu lechol chatos, so we darshan that an eid echad is not enough to be mechayiv you for an avon and a chatos. So we darshan, yeah, lechol avonu lechol chatos. When it comes to kol avon and kol chatos, anything uh, that you'd be chayiv for, like a chiyuve misa and malkus and carbon and mamon, things like that, who deino come? That's where an eid echad is going to be insufficient, and you're going to need shnei eidim. Aval come hul. But the implication is that an Eid Echad is valuable for certain things, such as for a Shavua, it's enough to be Mechaev you in a Shavua, and uh, we had said, that any situation where two Eidim would be Mechaev a person Mamon, an Eid Echad would be Mechaev a person of Shavua. So we hear also, if there were two Eidim saying that the Ksuba had already been paid, then certainly the husband would not have to pay it. Now that there's one aid that says that the ksuba has already been paid, maybe that should be mechay of the woman to take a shvua that it hadn't been paid if she wants to get paid. So that's the uh, suggestion 
that maybe her shavua is a shavua midaraisa. So says we're no. There are two reasons why this clearly cannot be a shavua midaraisa. There's a common denominator between all the shavuos daraisa, and that is that once you take that shavua, it is meant to exempt you that uh, you would have been chayiv, and now you take a shavua, and now you are pater. Would have been chayiv to pay. Now he takes a shvur. Now he is pater. But over here, you have a woman taking a shvur in order to collect money. That's a sure sign of a shvur midrabanan. Vaod. Another reason that it's got to be a shvur midrabanan is because uh, through the star you you could collect from the chasim shubadim. So her tevia is uh, is on the karka of the baal. And we learn einish bayin al kfir shibud karkaos. You don't take a shvur on that. It's a mishnah masach shvur. So you don't take a shvur on kfir shibud karkaos when. Uh, when what uh, the what, what's at stake is uh, shibud karkaos, so it can't be that the shvua in the Mishnah is a shvua mida oraisa. The uh, the Gemara in uh, shvuas daf membeis darshans this from psukim that ain't nishbar not clear shibud karkaos. And even though the drasha is made in connection to shvuas moda b'mikzas, which is a particular type of shvua mida oraisa, uh, but it, uh, but nevertheless, Tosus points out it, the assumption is that 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 din, even though it's derived from from uh, shvuas moda applies to all Shavuos Daraisa, that any Shavuos Daraisa is not going to apply to Kfir Shibut Karkaos. So, so because of this, Rava disagrees with Rami Varchama, and he says, the fact that the woman takes a Shavuah when there's one aide testifying that uh, that the Ksub has already been paid, that's a Din Midrabanan, because uh, the, since she has a Shtar, connected that one aide, and Minadin, she should really be able to be Gova below Shavuah, so uh, it's only Midrabanan that she has to take a Shavuah, and What's, why, did, why were the Rabban Masakin it? Just to calm the husband down to know that uh, that they put a little bit of pressure on her and they didn't just give her the money, they didn't just grant her the money. So to put a little pressure on her, it makes the husband feel a little bit better about that. The Zerah Yitzchak points out, uh, why didn't we say this in the previous case as well? I mean, the case we discussed yesterday about Pogemis Ksubasa, that, uh, that if a woman says that uh, she's already collected some portion of the Ksuba, she also has to take a how come we didn't say the reason for that was to calm the husband down, to make him feel like we just didn't let the woman uh, get off easy? So uh, he points out that over there, there's no reason to be more than because that's a pure he said, she said, meaning he has, uh, they both have different versions of the story. So why should we over here? He's got an aide supporting him. So he's got outside support beyond what he's saying and she's saying. So when you have outside support, so then we feel a little more sensitive to Daito Shalbal. So Amra Papa, Rav Papa comments, Now it's true that the Shavuah is only Dirabanan, but if the Baal is smart about it, he could do something that could bring his wife, who, when she's Toveya the Ksuba, and there's an aid against her toward a, to a Shavuah Daraisa, which is more Chamer than a Shavuah Midrabanan. I mean, a Shavuah Midrabanan is going to have to be B'Shem Hashem or the Kinoi, and you're going to have to hold a, an object of a Kedusha. A Shavuah Midrabanan is only, the Rashi writes, it's a it's not really uh, uh, nearly as, as as strong. So uh, Rashi previously had said enough community between Shvodaraisa is that you can't be and the Shvodarban is that you can't be hofech uh, on the other person. That if one person can't take the Shvod, then you can't be uh, uh, you can't switch it around the other person. The Marsha explains that over here Rashi doesn't say that because it could be that a pikeach would prefer to be mahapich Shvua alav so that he could be he, so that he could be in control of being putter to uh, to pay. So why would he uh, want to generate 
the situation of a Shvua Daraisa, where if she can't take a Shvua, uh, he's not going to be able to be the one to take the, uh, the, the, the Shvua. So that's why Rashi says something different over here. What would motivate him to want to make her take a Shvua Daraisa? It's not the Nafkamina we said before about being Mahapik the Shvua. That only applies to Shvua Darabana. That would be in his best interest, maybe, to be Mahapik the Shvua. So for the, from that perspective, it would be in his best interest to keep it as a Shvua Midrabanan. Why would he want it to be a Shvua Daraisa? Because he wants her to do Nakitas Chefetz, and he wants her to be Shvua B'Shem Hashem. He wants her to have to take a serious Shvua. So, Ipikehu, Maisilodi Shvua Daraisa, how so? What's he, what's he going to do? Yavla Ksubasa, he should give her Ksuba a second time, Ba'apichad Sada, in front of one witness, Vesamuk Sada Kama Asada Basra. And he should bring the aid that saw the first time he paid it, together with the aid that saw the last, the second time he paid it in Basin. And if she says she didn't get her Ksuba, now we'll have two Edim to be Machesher, that she did get her Ksuba, because they both saw that she uh, that, 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 that she received her Ksuba. And then Mokum Kamai, and then the, the husband uh, should uh, the, the husband should uh, make the money that he gave her the first time like a like a loan. And he should say, I, I lent you money, I want you to pay back the money. And if she says, well, what do you mean? I didn't receive uh, any any money from you. You didn't lend me any money. He'll now have an Eid Echad that saw that uh, original transference of money. And now she'll have to take a Shvua Daraisa to be Machish Eid Echad because she's now taking a Shvua in order not to pay and uh, not not in order to get paid. And uh, there's no Kfir Shibu Kakros either because it's not based on Ksuba. It's based on Kfir of Amilva. It's a little bit risky, right? Because what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to part with double the money. <laughs> he's going to have to part with the money again on the hopes that the Shvua is going to help him get it back. But at least he'll have to take a Shvua Daraisa by turning the first payment that he uh, that he gave her into a milva. And a milva is not Shibut Karkos. A milva is going to be a real Shvua Daraisa when it's Eid Echad Kenegda. Fine. So ask more. Maskar of Shishu Bredi Ravidi. Heich Samak Sadakama Sadabasra. But wait, how does that work? How can you combine the first witness with the second witness? They didn't see the same thing. The first witness says he saw that the husband paid the Ksuba a month ago. Second witness, you're just paying it again right now. So uh, if she's cover the ages of uh, both of them, she'll uh, s- uh, swear that she didn't get uh, 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 she didn't get paid at all, and then she'll get a third time. Meaning he's going to what's How long can this go on? Ella Amrav Shish Ravidi. So Rav Shish Ravidi says, no, no, you don't give her the the ksuba payment a second time in front of an edachad. Yavlo ksubasa bapi sadakama visadabasra. Give her a ksuba payment in front of the the same first aid, and this time bring the second aid along as well, and then. You're not gonna, she's not going to be able to be machish, the second payment. And then then you could say that the first payment was a halva. Meaning now get two edim to watch you actually pay her ksuba, to watch you pay the full amount of money. Now you have two edim, there's no hachasha, there's nothing she, nothing she can say about that. There are two edim to that effect. And now come claiming the first money. The first money she's going to say it never happened. Yeah, but I have an eid echad that I lent you money, that I gave you money, that was a loan. It wasn't ksuba payment because the ksuba payment is what I just did right now. So that must have been a loan. Oh, if it was a loan, now you chayiv shvua midaraisa. So maskar ravashi, ravashi says, but still, even though he's paying her a second time, and the second time there are two edim, so she still could avoid the shvua daraisa because she might be able to say that she had two shtaros ksuba, and the first one he paid in front of edechad, and the second one he chose to pay in front of shnei uh, edim. Maybe she had a very large amount of money in uh, the, the the ksuba, and uh, she had agreed to be. 
mechalik it into two shtaros, into two separate IOUs. And when he pays half, it shall return one shtar, and when he pays the other, meaning she knew that the way this was going to play out, it was such a large amount, I meaning that's what her time is going to be. It was such a large amount. The ksuba was such a tremendous amount. I knew you were never going to be able to pay it in one shot. It was definitely going to be in two payments. So why should we write a ksuba that says $10 million, when I know that there's no way you're going to pay $10 million at one time. You can pay $5 million, so what? So we can rip up that shtar, have to write a new shtar. Much easier, just give me two separate shtaros, each one that says $5 million. So that's what happened. He gave me two separate shtaros, each one for the value of a ksuba, and uh, he paid he paid uh, two ksubas. Nothing yet. So there is shibut karkos on, uh, on both of the payments. I don't have to swear. Elam Ravashi, who demodalahu, that the way to bring her to a Raisa is only if he lets the two Edim know before the second payment that he's already paid the ksuba, and he's giving it again in order to be toveya the first payment. So since the Edim know that he, he's not really, he didn't really give it l'shem ksuba, uh, she's not able to taina that she had two ksubas, because it was, uh, then it becomes a milsal shchiach, that he would have uh, told Edim in advance that this is not, not for a ksuba, for her to come up with some unusual case, that there are two ksubas, she wouldn't have manas on such a thing, and that's how you bring her to Shavuot Period. Now we move on to the next case in the Mishnah. The next case in the Mishnah said that the, if she's collecting from Nechasim Shubadim or from Nechsei Yisomim, Loti Para El She can only get paid with a Shavuot. If she's collecting a Ksuba from, uh, from properties that have already been sold to other people or from, uh, from Nechsei Yisomim, properties that have already been Yarshined by the Yisomim, so she's going to need a Shavuot. So Gemara brings a Mishnah Mesech Shavuot that could be explained based on our Mishnah. Tanan Hasam, there is a Mishnah Mesech Shavuot V'cheina Yisomim lo yuparu El B'Shavuot Yisomim only only pay the chov that they're that's uh, the, they only get paid the chov that they were chayv to the to their father with the shvua that uh, that that their father didn't tell them that the chov was already paid and uh, that they didn't find uh, among uh, the shtaros that the chov was paid. Meaning, if the yisomim want to collect money that was owed to their father, they're gonna have to take a shvua that dad didn't tell us before he died that this this chov has already been taken care of and that we didn't find any anything in his records that this chov was already taken care of. So says Miman. Who, who are they collecting from that were saying that they uh, that, that, that they can only uh, they, they can't collect without a shvua? If they're collecting from the love himself, when he ta- when uh, they take a star that says that they yarshin from the father, uh, that they, they, they have to swear, that's a little bit difficult. They have a star that says that this lova owes their father money. They're going to have to swear now. If dad was alive, he would have been able to take without a shvua. He's got a star that says this guy owes him money. That's all he needs. And we're be more demanding on the Yisomim? The Yisomim are going to have to take a shvua that the father never would have had to take. No, no, what the Mishnah means to say is the Yisomim of the Malva, when they come to collect their father's chov from the Yisomim of the Lova, that, uh, where we said in our Mishnah that you can only collect from Yisomim with a shvua. So even the Yisomim are going to need to take a shvua because just like if dad were alive, if he's collecting from other Yisomim, he's going to need a Shavua. So now that if dad's not alive, the Yisomim are going to have to collect from other Yisomim with a Shavua. Amr B'zrekar Mavidol L'shanu Elisham Yisomim Amr L'noaba Levisi Uparati. That this uh, idea that the Yisome HaMalva will swear to the Yisome HaLova, um, that's only in the case where the Yisomim of the Lova said that our father told us that Levisi, I borrowed from from Ploni and I paid him back the Alva. Avalamru, but if the Yisome HaLova say Amr L'noaba Lo Levisi 
I never borrowed anything from him. Then even with a shua, they can't get paid back. Anyone who says lo levisi, it's as if they're saying lo parati. When you say lo levisi, you, we know one thing we know for sure. Once a guy denies that he ever borrowed money, is that he definitely didn't pay it back. And there's a shtar over here that says that there was a loan. So this guy's saying lo levisi. Dad told them lo levisi. I never borrowed money. There's a shtar that says that he did borrow money. One thing we know for sure when he says lo levisi is he definitely didn't pay it back. So we have a shtar that says he borrowed money. We have him saying he never paid it back. So then for sure you should be able to collect without a shvua. No, no, if there's a chilik between different tainos that the Yisoma might make, it, it goes as follows. That Amr Abizreka Amr Avida, lo shanu ela shamri Yisomim amr lanu abalavisi uparati. The idea that Yisomim can only collect from, Yisom, from other Yisomim with the Shmua is when the Yisomim of the Lova say that our father said, I borrowed money and I paid it back. But if they say that our father told us that I didn't borrow at all, it's not that you can't get paid at all, it's that you, know, you get paid and you don't even need a shvua. Why? For exactly this far, we just said, because if a guy says, that's his way of saying, I didn't pay it back. And if he's saying, I didn't pay it back, and we have a shtar that says that he borrowed the money, so good, so now he's going to have to pay it back. And then we had the last case of the Mishnah, that in the last case where we had that the only way the woman can get paid back her ksuba is with a shvua is uh, is uh, if she's in the If the husband is out of town, she's going to need a shvua to collect her ksuba. So I'm Rav Acha Sarhabira. Rav Acha, who was referred to as the Sarhabira, said, There was a story that came to Rav Yitzchak in Antuchia, uh, the, the Rabbi the Bach has a gears of Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha, okay, that came to someone in Antutkia that a Balchov wanted to collect his chov from the other party when uh, the guy wasn't there and he was willing to uh, to take a shvuah. So and he said, This idea that the chamim uh, were masaking that you can uh, that, that that you can get paid even if the other guy is not there, that's only for ksubasisha. And the reason the chamim allowed her to get paid uh, even when the other party is not there, even when the husband is not there, is mishum china that we want uh, that, that 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 women will be interested in getting married and uh, they will be more uh, likely to want to get married married if they see that it's not that difficult to collect their ksuba. So Mishumchina, in order that the men should be no sechein, the nashim, so that the nashim will want to get married, we make it that she's able to collect her ksuba even if the husband is, is out of town. Um, but but aval balchov, but balchov, lo, you don't collect of even with a shmua. You have to wait uh, till the balchov comes back and then you'll get paid back. Veravam Rav Nachman, no, I feel balchov. Even a balchov has the ability to collect when the guy is out of town with a shmua, shalo yei kolech avecha, notal mosav, shel chavero, v'holich v'yoshev, because otherwise there's an easy way not to pay back your debts. Move. All you got to do is get yourself into a lot of debt, a serious amount of debt, and then find a new community. And then it will always be shalom of fun. If they're not going to find you wherever you are, it used to be travel wasn't so easy. It's not going to like they can hop on a plane and find you. So good. So I'm not around. So that's a no Delos And then no one's going to want to lend money anymore. We have to remember that we never want to be no Delos because there's a mitzvah in the Torah that you're supposed to lend money to uh, to other people. So uh, so so th- that, that's why. Uh, the uh, they made such a uh, 
such a, so, so that's the machlokas, but that's that's the svara of Rav Amar of Nachman. That even a Balchov has the ability to get paid back shalom Now we move on to the last discussion of the daf, and that is the last line of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that Rabbi Shimon Omer calls man ksuba. So we said that whenever she's toveya her ksuba, the yorshim could be mashbia her. But if she's not toveya her ksuba, the yorshim can't be mashbia her. So what is that talking about, Rabbi Shimon Aheya? Which case is he talking about? So the Gemara has four possibilities. Possibility number one, Amr Rabbi Yirmiya, aha, it's going on the following case in the Mishnah. The very last case we just spoke about, that if the woman wants to collect her ksuba and the husband's out of town, she can collect with the Shavua. That's Loshna Lemazone, Veloshna Lemazone, whether the husband went to Medina Siam and uh, the woman is coming to Beisdin to get supported, to get her basic Mazonos, or whether the husband had sent her a get from Medina Siam and now she wants to collect her ksuba. Either way, she needs to take a shvua. That's what the Tanakama had held. Vas Rabbi Shimon Lemeimar, and then Rabbi Shimon comes and says, Kolzman Shetovas Ksubasa, Yorshem Ashbiyanosa. That if she's Toveya, her Ksuba, the Yorshem can make her take a shvua. But Eno Tovas Ksubasa, but if all she's asking for is Mizono, she's still married, there's no get. And what she's looking for is for basic support that a wife is supposed to get from a husband, Ain Yorshem Ashbiyanosa. Then his family, his children, cannot make her take a shvua. Vikamiflgi and the Machlokas between the Tanakam and Rabbi Shimon as to whether she can get Mizonos without a Shavua is is the same Machlokas that you have between Chanan and the Bnei Kohanim Gedolim Kohanim Gedolim a coincidence going into Yom HaKippur I don't know someone who went Mizonos, and his wife asks for Mizonos that she's uh, that she is supposed to get because of it's Naik Suba Chanan Omer Tishava Basov that when she becomes an Almano or they get divorced and she's collecting Ksuba, then uh, she should uh, take a shvua that she didn't keep anything that belonged to her husband. But she doesn't have to actually swear when she's receiving the mizonos. Meaning at the very end of the day, when it comes time to collect her ksuba, she's going to have to swear that she didn't already get advanced payments on the ksuba. But in the meantime, when she's still married and she wants mizonos, no, lotishava. She's not tishava betchila. So uh, whereas uh, the b'nei karim gedolim disagreed and they said tishava betchila ubasov. Take a shvua when she receives the mizonos, and take a shvua again when she receives her ksuba. Rabbi Shimon Kichanus, Rabbi Shimon, who says that if she's not tovea the ksuba, the yorshim cannot be mashpia her. That's like Chanan, that yorshim cannot be mashpia her when she wants her mizonos. They can only be mashpia her at the end when she collects her ksuba. Rabban, the Rabban, I like the bnei karim gedolim that even on the mizonos that they uh, that she initially receives, she's going to have to take a shvua. So that's interpretation number one of what Rabbi Shimon is saying that it's all about the case of being nefrash shalom b'fanav and the machlokas is being nefrash shalom b'fanav mizonos when they're still married and it's not about the ksuba so maskar of sheishas hai yorshin mashbinosa based in mashbinos what's that got to do with the yorshin we're talking about mizonos they're no yorshin the guy's alive they're still married There's, it's a matter of based in being mashbinos because she's going to based in to collect from his uh, from his stuff so there's no yorshin if he's uh, if he's alive so Ella Amr Rav Sheshis, so that, that's why Rav Sheshis rejects Rabbi Yirmi's interpretation and he says a second possible interpretation of Rabbi Shimon in our Mishnah Ella Amr Rav Sheshis Rabbi Shimon is aha he's going on the following din of halcha mikever ba'lul 
the base Avia, the woman whose husband uh, patterned her from a shvua and said, you're not going to ever have to take a shvua even to my Yarshim. And then she went from the Kever Baila, from her husband's funeral, to base Avia, where uh, she has no uh, engagement in his Nechassim anymore. She's not involved in his property anymore, in his estate anymore. Or maybe she went back to base Chamiya, but she does not become an Apotropos on the Nechassim that the husband left over. The Yarshim cannot be Meshpia her on uh, the, whatever she used for the for the Kvura. Because uh, then you're going to have to have Adim for every uh, purchase that she makes, and that's going to cause a delay in the funeral. It's going to be a Nivala Mace if she's going to have to document every last thing and make sure that she, uh, you know, compared prices and did, you know, got the best deal on everything. But if she became an Apotropos in the Nechsei Yisomim, Yarshim must be Inosa. Then the Yarshim can make her take a Shavuah that she was not Ma'akev anything from, uh, from the, that she didn't keep anything from the Yerusha, she didn't pocket anything. So Yarshim must be Inosa, Allah also lavo on whatever she does after the husband's death, because the Legabe, that, that, that which the father Pater doesn't help, doesn't help anymore, because he only Patered for things that relate to him. But now that it's in the Yarshim's uh, 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 right, so uh, so he can't potter for that. But they must be no sal But uh, he can. They, they cannot make her take a shvua on that which she dealt with the nechassim while the husband was still alive. That the p'tur that the husband gave her is still going to work for. Her. So it's going on that mission of us. Rabbi Shimon the Meimar. Now Rabbi Shimon says in our Mishnah when she's the Yarshim could be that she mashpia her that she didn't keep anything uh, that belongs to them like anyone who's parea that you can only be, be, be get paid with the shvua but but if she's not asking for ksuba the Yarshim cannot be mashpia her on that which she uh, dealt with things as an apotropis and the machlokas is the same Machlokas is Abishol and the Rabbanon to Tanan because we have a Mishnah, Apotropos, Shemino, Avi Yisomim, Yishava. That an Apotropos that an Avi Yisomim had appointed is going to have to swear to the Yisomim when uh, they get older that he didn't keep anything of theirs and you don't have to uh, worry that because of the Shavuah people aren't going to want to become Apotropsin because had it not been for the Akaras Atov that this Apotropos fell to the father, he wouldn't be an Apotropos anyway. Meaning, why did the person agree to become the executor of the estate? Why did he agree to become the person who is going to be involved? and uh, figure out how to, uh, how to handle the money because he had a relationship with the father. That's the only reason anyone would want to do that. It's a thankless job. It's not something people would want to get involved in. So you don't have to worry that a guy's not going to want to become an apotropist if I'm going to have to take a shvua to the Yisomim at the end of the day. At each of their bar mitzvahs, I'm going to have to take a shvua that I didn't keep any of their, their money. But minu be- So that's why he's going to have to take a shvua. But minu in lo yishava. But if Beisdin appointed him as an apotropist, then he's not going to take a shvua because the fact that he has to take a shvua will... Uh, make it look like they're choshed him and people might not want to be an apotropos if you're going to treat me like a criminal uh, when I do, when I out of the goodness of my heart I decide to be an apotropos so the Rabbanon hold that we, he's not going to take a shvua because we don't want people to not be an apotropos says no no it's the exact opposite if Beisdin is the one that appointed him then he swears because that's a chashivas that look Beisdin appointed him an apotropos that means Beisdin trusts him who do you think Beisdin is reaching out to to appoint 
is not betrubbish. So that goes on his resume, right? That goes in any future business deal he's going to do. He's going to say, you know that my word is gold because when Bezdin needed somebody to handle a significant amount of money for Yisom, they chose me. But we know Avi Yisomim lo Yishava. But if the Avi Yisomim appointed him, then lo Yishava because we have to be Choshesh. So he's not going to want to be in not betrubbish. So he's not going to, so we don't make him swear. So we hear also, we're talking about a case of Avi Yisomim appointed him as not betrubbish. Rabbi Shimon, Kabashal. Rabbi Shimon who said that when the woman is not Tavair Ksuba, we don't make him, we don't make her swear. That's like Abishal, that uh, that we don't make her swear because we have to be Choshesh that maybe she's not going to want to be an Abitrobis if you make her swear. For Rabbanan, the Rabbanan who disagree with Rabbi Shimon and hold that we are Mashbi Osa, that's Kerabbanan who disagree with Abishal, who aren't worried that an Abitrobis who's appointed by the Avi Yisomim is not going to want to be an Abitrobis. No, they're doing it out of Akar Satov, they're doing it because of a relationship. And certainly in this case, this is, this is his wife. So obviously she had a relationship. Obviously she had some sort of connection. She had some sort of akar satov. So that was she, that's what she's uh, connecting with. So Moskva Abayi, so Abayi challenges, But then the wording is a little bit off. If that's the pshat, if this second interpretation is the correct interpretation, the wording in the Mishnah is a little bit off. It should not have said, which sounds like we're being machmir to say that when she's toveya her ksuba, we're mashbiya her, we're really being makel that if she's not, meaning, and 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 uh, it's really coming to be makel that if she's not toveya the ksuba, we're not mashbiya her. Im tova asmi It should say that if she's toveya the ksuba, the yarshim are uh, are, are, are mashbiya her. So says uh, Therefore, we need a third interpretation. So Abaye rejects Rav Sheshes just as Rav Sheshes had rejected Rabbi Yirmiyah. So what is Rabbi Shimon talking about in the Mishnah? Ella amar Abaye aha. That Rabbi Shimon is cholik on the din that it says in the Mishnah back on pei vavam beis, where the Mishnah had said that cause of law that if the Baal writes to the woman that when you come to collect your ksuba from me neder ushvua ein liyalayich you have no chiyuv of any neder or shvua so then einu yachalashbia he has he has uh, given up his right to demand a shvua from her. But he could still mashbia. He could still be mashbia her yarshim if she dies and the yarshim come to collect the ksuba, because that he never exempted. He exempted her. He never exempted her yarshim. But if he alters the lashon a little bit and he says neder ushvua einli velo liyarshi velo lebaim berushusi alaych ve'al yarshayich ve'al abaim berushuseich, then neither I nor me nor my yarshim nor the baim berushusi will make a, a you or your yarshim or your baim berushusa. Take a shvua. So then, uh, the the uh, the, the uh, what's Baruch Shusa? Baruch is the case. Remember, we said where she sells the ksuba before she gets divorced. So uh, that that that, that uh, the person takes her position in the ksuba. That if she becomes an online or gets divorced, that person can now collect the full value of the ksuba. But in that case, ein yochel We had said he cannot make her swear. Not only not make her lo hu lo yarshav lo Baruch So he his his yarshim his Baruch cannot make her swear, and not only cannot make her swear, lo hiv, lo yoshev, lo can't make her yarshim or bar swear either. Vas Rabbi Shimon lemeimer, Rabbi Shimon comes to say that even though he patted her from a shvua, kolzman shetovas ksubasa, yarshim mashpiyinosa. Rabbi Shimon is disagreeing with that, and he's saying whenever she's tovei or ksuba, the yarshim can make her swear. So what are they arguing about? The kamiflu b'plukta d'abashol b'neim miriam for Rabbanon. They're arguing about the machlokas between d'abashol b'neim miriam and the Rabbanon that we had in Pezayin and Aleph, where they have a machlokas, whether it's a tenai that he makes with her to pata from a shvua, to collect a ksuba, 
that uh, Rabbi Shimon Kabbashal, Rabbi Shimon holds like Kabbashal ben Miriam, who holds that when she gets, when she collects from Nixay Yisomim, even though the husband exempted her from a nether shvua, when he collects from Nixay, she collects from Nixay Yisomim, she's going to have to take a shvua because that's a takanas chamim. He doesn't have the right to make a tonight to override an entire takanas chamim. So good, so he's going to have to take a shvua. That's the rules. He can't make a tonight to override that. Says Abishol by name Miriam, and our Rabbanan who disagree with Rabbi Shimon will hold like the Rabbanan who disagree with Abishol. That even though the Chum said but he could make a tonight to override that, and he could collect even uh, even without a shvua. Um, even though the Brisa doesn't mention Rabbanan who disagree with him, but from the fact that it says a Balashon Yachid, that's what the Rivan points out. The fact that it says Abishol by name Miriam is the one that says this. That implies that it was a unique shita that there are rabbanim, rabbanim that disagree with it. So Gemara says, no, this one doesn't work either. Maskara Papa Hatenach. This works well with what Rabbi Shimon is saying. Kolzman Shetovas Ksubasa. That whenever she's tovah, the Ksuba the Yarshim could be mashpia her, even if the husband had previously tried to exempt her from a shavua. So that that's coming to disagree with the Chum world that she will not have to take a shavua if the husband exempted her. But Einotovas Ksubasa Ma'ikul Meimar. But what about the second half of Rabbi Shimon's statement? That if she's not Tovea the Ksuba, the Yarshim are not Mashbiyahar. What's the Chiddush in that? Meaning, what's he talking about over there? What's he adding with that line according to this interpretation? So, says Gemara, that's why we move on to a fourth and final interpretation of what Rabbi Shimon means. So, says Gemara, Ella am Rav Papa. The Gemara answers. Rav Papa says that, uh, that, that initially, when he said, Rabbi Shimon is coming to tell me that even though the husband had Pater her from a shavua, even klape yisomim when she ke- collects her ksuba from them, she's still going to have to take a shavua. The the end of his statement where he says that if she's not tovei the ksuba, the the yarshim will not be mashpia osa. That's the afuke mid rabbi lezer machluk umachlukaso. That's uh, to 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 be la afuke uh, rabbi lezer and, uh, the, and 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 his bali plukta where they had a machlokas if the husband could be mashpia his wife on pilcha the Sasa, you know, all the dough that she dealt with and all the, the, the things that she sewed and all these things that she was involved with on a daily basis, that she didn't pocket any of that. And they're both moda that if he didn't potter his wife from a nether or shvua, he could uh, be mashbia, uh, the, 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 uh, the, 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 uh, her on the, whenever, whenever he wants. And that's what he's coming to disagree about, that if he's not, that if she's not to the ksuba, then uh, you can't be mashbia her on the, on, on her apotropsis of that stuff. So uh, whereas previously no one disagreed that he could be mashpia her about that, now Rabbi Shimon is coming with the second half of his, of his sentence and he's saying that he disagrees with that, that element as well. Okay, Belshem, tomorrow we'll pick up at the Mishnah on the Ivan. Have a good day. Everybody.